The Paralysis of Dreams. In the introduction by Wendy Lesser of my copy of this novel, which, like all introductions, you should not read until you have finished the book, she refers to Frankenstein's remarkable lassitude, saying he seems to suffer almost a guilt-ridden paralysis. That is so true. From the beginning, Frankenstein consigns the events of his life to fate or destiny. The books of natural philosophy he happened upon, the chance comment by his father that inflamed his interest, the coincidental influence and instruction of Monsieur Waldman, all these were the forces of fate that have regulated his life and led to his destruction. He seems to have so little agency in his actions, and his reflections on his life sound like the recounting of a dream. From the moment he infuses that spark of being into his lifeless creation, he seems only more passively lifeless himself. His first instinct at the sight of his horrid creation is to run, hide, and then seek the forgetfulness of sleep. He falls into a fit that leaves him helplessly dependent on the ministrations of Clerval for months. And after that, it seems that, aside from the uncomfortable reminders in his professor's praise, with the monster out of sight, Frankenstein is able to keep it out of mind. Then William dies, and in the flash of that stormlit night, Frankenstein sees the monster and knows he is the murderer. But he will neither pursue the creature nor tell the truth. Quote, I well knew that if any other had communicated such a relation to me, I should have looked upon it as the ravings of insanity. Besides, the strange nature of the animal would elude all pursuit, even if I were so far credited as to persuade my relatives to commence it. And then of what use would be pursuit? Who could arrest a creature capable of scaling the overhanging sides of Mont Salève? These reflections determined me, and I resolved to remain silent. Unquote. So, his only resolution is one of inaction. He's possessed by a bitter agony when Justine is condemned for his demon's crime. But when he and Elizabeth visit her cell, all he can do is cower in the corner, gnash his teeth, and utter a mournful groan. This novel came to Mary Shelley in a dream, and many aspects of it are dreamlike. Among them, I think, is Frankenstein's paralysis as he watches the faded horrors unfold. <laughs>